Hello, hello, wonderful people. Welcome once again to another episode of Transform Thursdays, where we take your heart, your mind, and your life to the next level through the word of the Lord. Thank you all so much for tuning in to this week's episode. As you can see from the title, it is called, What Do You See? With that, we're going to be discussing and looking at two instances in the Old Testament and in the New Testament of people and their faith in God and how having the right perspective of their situation or having a perspective based on the word of the Lord allowed them to be able to see much more than their current circumstances and to be able to to understand and know that God is in control and ultimately things are working for the better and for the gospel. So the first one that we're going to be looking at is in the book of Daniel chapter 3. In this we're going to be talking about the three Hebrew boys Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. We're going to be looking at the scenario of when they were in the fiery furnace and how they reacted to that and and everything that revolved around that. So in Daniel chapter 3, in the beginning of the chapter, we see that King Nebuchadnezzar created a gold statue and his decree was that every person must bow to the statue and worship the statue whenever the harps and musical instruments are sounded and of course there's always going to be those people who always want to be in the king's good books and want to always tattletale in people so since Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego were of course Christians these astrologers the other people wanted to hold something against them so that they of course would be in trouble because the consequences of not bowing down to the golden statue that was created by King Nebuchadnezzar would be you know being put in the flaming furnace which is fire and this is where Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego get into trouble because of course they believe that God is the only God and Yahweh that is and they did not want to bow down to any other statue or any other idols and of course now the king tells them that you know you have to be put into the fire because you did not obey the decree that I put and back then the king's word was final whatever the king said there needed to be another decree on top of that decree to kind of overshadow the initial decree before the new decree is to be finalized or before the new decree is to be put into play. This can be seen in the book of Esther when the king initially signed the decree for all the Jews to be killed by Haman and then later um, when Mordecai and Esther came back to the king and told them this is what happened then the king wrote another decree that kind of overruled the initial decree because the king can't go back on the decree. I hope that makes sense and is not confusing. So just know that the king's word is strong and has power and even the king himself can't really take his word back. And in a way, just like a little tidbit, a side note, that kind of reflects back on God as well because God's word would never return back to him void. And as we said last time, that he's exalted his word above his own name. So understanding that his word is final. And if back then those kings, their word were final in their times and in their ruling and people couldn't really change it, not even them. So how much more God, who is the creator of heaven and of the earth and of human beings. So just wanted to put that in there. But back to the story of 
of the three Hebrew boys. Now in Daniel chapter 3 verse 16, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's response to the king's threat. So in verse 16 it reads, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves to you. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God whom we serve is able to save us. He will rescue us from your power, your majesty. But even if he doesn't, we want to make it clear to you, your majesty, that we will never serve your gods or worship the golden statue that you've set up. So, of course, they made the king angry with their response. But even in that, they did not allow possible threats and possible anger and possible consequences that could come about. They did not allow that to stop them from what they believed or to hinder what they saw and which was they saw and knew that God is a God that will save them they saw and knew that their life was in God's hand and that ultimately God was working things out for them regardless of what it looks like and then we see at the end of the chapter King Nebuchadnezzar kind of takes his word back because after they went through the fire and God rescued them and kept them in the fire that they even came out without any scorch without any smell of smoke, verse 27 says. Um, verse 28, this is what King Nebuchadnezzar then says. He says, Praise to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He sent his angels to rescue his servants who trusted in him. They defied the king's command and were willing to die rather than serve or worship any god except their own god. Therefore, I make this decree. If any people, whatever their race or nation or language, speak a word against the god of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They will be turned limb from limb and their houses will be turned into heaps of rubble. There is no other god who can rescue like this. In relation to, you know, what do we see in perception, I see here that the three boys, they were certain in what they saw. They understood the future that God had for them. They understood God's protection. They understood that no matter what they faced, God would be with them. Because mind you, they were taken into exile. Um, and that's how they came into Babylon. They were taken from their families and they were brought under the rulership and under the dictatorship of the kings of Babylon. Um, all the different kings that were, you know, in power during their time there. And through it all, they saw God's hand. They knew that that God would keep them. They knew that God had a plan for them. They knew that somehow that like, God is going to bring them out. And they wanted to make sure that they continue to trust God no matter what comes their way. And as a result of their trust, as a result of their obedience, they were able to share the word of God and able to have people worship God so much so that the king who had a golden statue that people were asked to worship earlier on in the chapter is now telling them that everyone must worship their God, that everyone must not worship that golden statue that he's spent hours and money creating and gold creating. But now it's being said that they must worship the God that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego serve and honor. And to me, I find that interesting 
interesting. I think it's something that we can help ourselves to continue to look into and continue to keep our minds focused on. Because when we have the right perspective, when we have the right vision in our eyes, knowing that, okay, this world is passing, knowing that, you know, these situations, they are only temporary compared to whatever we have in the future, whatever God has for us in the greater scheme of things. Being able to see things on a macro level and not just on a micro level, I think that would really help us to stand and um, have that right perspective when we see things on a bigger scale and knowing that whatever little challenges that you face right now, though they may seem big, but overall they are little compared to the greater scheme. They're not comparable to the joy ahead of us. They're not comparable to the bigger things that God has in store for us. And even when we look in the New Testament with Paul, we see in the book of Philippians chapter 1 verse 12, in the New Living Translation, it says, And I want you to know, my dear brothers and sisters, that everything that has happened to me has helped to spread the good news. As much as we know of Paul, we know that he went through so much trials and tribulation. He was imprisoned so many times, like he went through shipwreck and everything. But overall, it added to him to be able to share the word of the Lord. It added to his ability to share the good news because he had something to talk about. He had an experience to share. He had encounters with God and God saving him. And with that perspective, he knew that whatever he's going through, God is going to work it out for him. That ultimately, God has the final say. And that no matter what it may look like currently, there is nothing that God cannot bring us out of. There is nothing that God will not use to ultimately bring the glory. And it just makes me also think that, you know, sometimes when we go through situations, we need to sit down and reflect like, okay, what am I going through? And what do I need to learn from this? Having that perspective, asking yourself those questions of what do I need to learn from this? What do I need to understand? What do I need to grow? That will help us that when we do come out of whatever situation, then we're able to take those lessons that we've learned and we are able to help somebody so able to help direct or teach somebody or guide and counsel other people based on what similar situation that we faced because we know that God is going to bring it out for our good and sometimes the good may not play in the way that we may necessarily expect it to play out you may think that okay God is going to bring you out of this financial situation so that you can be a millionaire tomorrow or something but maybe that's not the case maybe you're not going to be a millionaire tomorrow but whatever you've learned from it it's helping you to become more like Christ first of all because you're understanding that God is your source you're understanding that financially God is in control and understanding that God could provide for your needs and that he's able to make ways in the rivers and also there may be chances for you to give sacrificially and entrusting that God is going to take care of your own needs and ultimately it's going to point to our faith increasing and when our faith increases then we would tell people about it seeing our situations 
as opportunities for our faith to be shared, as opportunities for our faith to grow, as opportunities for our faith to expand and be enhanced. I think that's very important because the Bible says that when we go through the fire, we become more refined, lacking nothing, being perfect. And, you know, I see that also as being perfect in faith, perfect in love, perfect in the characteristics that Jesus Christ had, which we are to emulate, which we are to be like and copy him and mirror him, imitate him in that regard. So then how do we emulate him? How do we get ourselves to be in that position where we see accurately in the way that God will have us see? It's really just fixing our eyes in Jesus. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 says that. Um, seeing him as the initiator of our faith, as the origin from which our faith comes from, and knowing and understanding that if Jesus has gone through so much, the things we go through is nothing compared to that. So two things that I would want us to highlight in terms of seeing and fixing our eyes on Jesus is first of all, meditating on the promises that we have been given, meditating on the promises that has come alive in our hearts and also being thankful for where we are at and what God has done so far. Because when we see that, when we see him and worship and connect with him with a heart of thanksgiving and gratitude, it allows us to be able to know that God that has done the things in the past is so much more able to do the things right now in the present. And by focusing on his promises, focusing on his word, we see how great and how good his word is and how sovereign he is. So that's all I wanted us to talk about today. I hope we've enjoyed it and have learned something. So don't forget, you can always go back to the Bible passages in Daniel chapter 3 or Philippians chapter 1 and look at it yourself and analyze it and see how having the right faith and having the right perspective and vision and what we see how that allows us to be able to understand our situations and experiences from a lens of understanding how this will benefit and spread the good news and increase our faith ultimately. Thank you once again for listening to this week's episode. Bye and God bless you.